Previously on Trevor Loves Everything. Sure. He throws his shirt and his bottle in the ocean. <laughs> the slow-mo long... Of nothing! Nothing. He's slow-moing people getting coffee. He's... <laughs> and Steppenwolf, I don't know if this is going to piss off the Snyder fans, but like, he is adorable. <laughs> Part 4. It's Flashpoint Bro. Okay, I'm going to continue to apologize profusely to everybody for how long this is. Unlike Zack Snyder, I feel bad for taking up all your time, but hopefully this is therapeutic for you this, as was, well. Yeah, this is therapy. <laughs> we, yeah. can, we can all listen to this and then just move on, knowing that this is not going anywhere else. Do you think that th- this this sort of therapy that you and I are currently going through, and unfortunately any listeners are having to go through with us, do you, do you think that this therapy would be necessary... If the like the the Snyder boys weren't a reality, no, I don't think so. I honestly think because again, I enjoyed watching this movie. Okay, it, I wasn't just like fuck. I was like, this is fun. This is not my DC universe. This is not the DC universe, uh-huh. but this is a fun movie, uh-huh. and I would have enjoyed it as a director's cut, as many director's cuts often are better than what the studios put out because mm. it's the artist's creative vision. I would have just enjoyed it. I think we all would have been like, oh, that was fun. But the mm. incessant entitlement of the people, A, who made it happen. Yeah. Um, and implied, the other side of it is they implied that it existed and so did Zack Snyder. And I'm like, if it existed, it would have came out last year. If there was a cut done yeah it would have came out last year he wouldn't need the 70 million dollars he wouldn't need to shoot yeah. he wouldn't have shot an epilogue like if his movie was done it would have came out last year yeah um how much how much involvement do you think Zack snyder had in making this happen like do you think he he sort of coaxed it or instigated it i th- i think so yeah yeah i, I think he i think he he was I mean, pretty he, burnt. He, he, he yeah, I think he was upset. He never saw the 2017 version apparently. Okay. Um, I think he was upset that they took it away from him because mm-hmm. he wanted to see this through. And he also teased his fans by showing like the reels. He was like, "The Snyder Cut exists." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Real film reels? If they were on film reels, mm-hmm. that that's a lie. That image that's made its rounds around the internet a million times. I was like." If those, when he t- sent them out, was like, the Snyder Cut exists, and they were on film reels, that means it was done when he said it. Mm-hmm. If it was printed to film, that right. means it was done, and when they announced it, it would have came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm down for. <laughs> I'm down for him finally getting to finish his story. Uh-huh. I'm like, whatever, do the director's cut, that's cool. I enjoyed this movie. But the, the I think that the fandom is what really ruin this for me and why I just need to talk about it get it off my chest and like stop wasting everybody's time (laughs) being so angry I usually because clearly this this podcast is because I just enjoy movies so much I enjoy everything and it's annoying to a lot of people's um, points which is why I brought it up but like Man, this this movie makes me go through some roller coasters. You're you're exercising your demons. I am. I'm just getting it all out. You're exercising your Parademons. Oh shit! Who <laughs> said it? Guys, we are. I'm three. De- I'm three beers in. This yeah. is this is good. Um, so I'm very clearly. I'm a Zack Snyder fan. I've enjoyed. I think all of his movies. Even mm-hmm. like Batman vs Superman. On record, I enjoyed when I watched it, and then in <laughs> hindsight, was like, but it was bad. Yeah. Like it was a. It was. 
it was not a good movie. I just enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Um, and the same for 2017. I was like, oh, that was fun. It wasn't as bad as Batman vs Superman, but it also wasn't anything. But I enjoyed the experience, huh. as is most movies. I just kind of enjoy them in general. Um, oh, you are a mystery to me. I am. I'm an enigma. But uh, and I fucking adore Sucker Punch. I love Man of Steel. Um, I really enjoyed 300. I actually don't like 300 as much as I enjoy Man of Steel and Sucker Punch. My God. 300 was, like, fun, but I don't know. I really got emotionally touched by Man of Steel and Sucker Punch. Um, mm. So I, I enjoy his his aesthetic. Uh, but, yeah, I think it really got soured. And it's it's my own fault because I, like, actively am looking up the fans on YouTube. My <laughs> algorithm on YouTube is so fucked up. It's all this Zack Snyder's Justice League propaganda, and, I'm, and I can't stop watching it. It's like a train wreck. I just, like, watch it in anger. And then I get so excited when I watch people who I love and respect me like, I mean, it was fine. Like, <laughs> I, for some reason, find so much joy in that because I don't want people to shit on it. I never expected it to be worse than 2017. Right. I never, when everybody's like, oh, I was surprised it was good, or uh-huh. I was surprised it was better. I was like, it was clearly going to be better than t- 2017, was like they had half a movie and then someone came and took a shit on it. Yeah. Like that was, obviously, this was going to be a more fleshed out version of that same movie. Whether or not it's good, it was definitely going to be better than 2017. Uh, it, it surprised me. Because, uh, you know, I, I will say it was better than 2017. And on paper, to me, uh, you know, g- given like the credits, that that surprises me. But when you look at uh, everything, like the, just the concept mm-hmm. of a different filmmaker taking another filmmaker's work and making it into something that the studio would prefer, right? That should not work. No, that that's not. You know, it's not going to work. No, you know. So, but I was just, I was just thinking, oh, Joss Whedon, right. Ooh, Buffy. Ooh, Avengers. Well, that, and that's what I thought. Ooh, Dr. Horrible sing-along and, blog. Right, exactly. In 2017, I was like, and I didn't know all these. I knew yeah. I, I knew some inklings of Joss Whedon being bad. I knew what his wife had written, and I knew Charisma Carpenter was, uh, she never came out fully like she did now. Yeah, she yeah. had always just said it was really weird. Yeah, she, she was alluded pregnant. to things. She's that always was, been yeah. very like NDA-esque yeah. about the way she talked about it. So I was just like, that seems shady, mm-hmm. and he cheated on his wife, but nothing was crazy like it is now. Yeah. And so I was still, like, pumped on anything Joss Whedon made. And so when I heard he had come into Justice League, I wasn't initially planning on watching it because of Batman vs. Superman. <clears throat> I was like, I'm probably not going to check that out. Mm. And then when I heard he was I was like, oh, that might... That's a lie. I definitely would have. Um, <laughs> but... I said publicly that I probably wouldn't, um, and then I uh, went and watched it, going like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some Joss Whedon in this movie," uh-huh. and it kind of just felt bland. There were mo- like the there were moments where I was like, "That was funny. That was the Joss Whedon moment," yeah. and I wrongly attributed the Flash Superman scene to, to Whedon. Whedon. Yeah. Well, um, the, the initial the one. Yeah. Yeah. The look, not yeah. the race not the race at the, at the end. end. Yeah. Um. Um. The, so one thing that I was surprised to not see in the Snyder version, uh, w- which means that it was apparently a Whedon decision, was um, a lot of cheesecake shots of Wonder Woman, a lot of angles of Wonder Woman 
that are hypersexualized. Oh yeah, in Joss Whedon's version. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that surprised me, but you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. There's more so more proof. You're a shit. Yeah. And also, uh, one of the things that. I'm still curious about because there's a shot in 2017 that so many people were upset about. Mm -hmm. Understandably, it was literally just a shot of Gal Gadot's ass looking at Batman, which is from, as far as I understand, Zach, because that's that same shot is, or that same scene is in Zack Snyder's movie. Mm -hmm. That same whole, every other angle is in Zack Snyder, which means it's Zack Snyder's footage, which means Zack Snyder shot that. Okay. But Joss Whedon was like, I'm going to use this take. Yeah. And the question is, and I'm definitely not defending Joss Whedon because he clearly used it to show Gal Gadot's ass. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, would Zack Snyder have used that take too? And would we have received the same pushback? Because so many people are villainizing Uh, Joss Whedon and making him the problem. And he is a problem of this movie. Uh Uh-huh. in addition to WB being the problem of the movie. But that definitely was shot by Zack Snyder. Yeah, okay. Um, in his defense, though, I guess he was it was going to be a 4 by 3 or whatever, so it wasn't going to be as soloed in. That was um, actually the whole reason yeah. that he went 4 <laughs> by like, 3 no, 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 it's fine. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we did what? He's like, oh, they didn't like that shot? Hold okay, on. well, Hold what on. if the whole movie was 4-3 <laughs> and then we're not we focused can, in? we don't have to use that one shot. <laughs> and in fairness, I think he removed the shot completely in this, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, because I'm pretty because I'm pretty confident Joss Whedon didn't gr- grab everybody and be like, I want this one specific shot of your ass. We found the anti-Joss equation. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it all out. We hammered the ground and it revealed itself. Um, no, but Joss Whedon is trash and uh, Zack Snyder is making a movie. Um, anyway, <laughs> so. We're getting way off track. Oh, man. Um, so the flash scene. Back to the flash scene. Oh, God. We have to. So this scene is unnecessary, period. It's... This scene does not need to exist. So many people have loved it. It is... So here's the problem. It is a wonderfully created visual effect. Technically, technically, it is great. Very well executed. the The idea of his finger breaking the glass is smart. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. The shoes breaking is cool, although his clothes also should have ripped Re- off as well. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's like, "Well, you just don't understand. It was the, the speed, speed force, like, then everything should have ripped you off know. of him." But I digress. It's fine. It, it was done for cool things, which is what Zach does, so I forgive it. It's it's all there. Where I have the issue is the scene is unnecessary. Iris is for any for all the uninitiated, that is Iris West. She's gonna be in the Flash movie, I'm assuming. They're introducing her now for some fucking reason. She has no purpose in this movie mm-hmm. at all. There's no reason to introduce Iris in yeah. this movie. Period. There, I, there's that's not. My opinion. That is an objective <laughs> fact. She has... That is that is a plant... That is a seed planted for another movie that yeah. doesn't need to be in this movie. And he did it, A, to be different, 
than yeah. 2017 and B to ple- to do fan service. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, if you're trying to say you had this creative vision and you want to tell this Lord of the Rings story, quote unquote, then don't throw in random ass scenes that serve no, no purpose, purpose at all. Yeah. It does we've we we establish in other scenes that he's super fast when he talks to Batman. We see him go fast. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's also creepy. He stands in front of Iris and he's like petting her hair and like oh yeah gazing at her. I'm like <laughs> yeah. what? Are you? And people are like, and it's funny because I've watched. I'm telling you, man, I've been doing a deep dive on just like watching <laughs> people talk about this, and I'm not saying anything. I'm just watching comment sections, um, and people are like, it was so creepy because he's slowly touching her and they're like you just don't understand if he touched her in regular speed she'd rip her body in half and we're like no we're not talking about him guiding her to the ground that makes sense yeah we're talking about him literally standing there yeah. and petting her hair and holding her face and admiring her <laughs> that is creepy as fuck and slipping a hot dog and into slipping, his pocket yes <laughs> which totally at, at one point i was just like all right i guess i get you're going for this emotional scene where he's like realizing he's in love with this girl Oh, but here's, then, here's a phallus. But then he, yeah, he takes the hot dog and he's like laughing as he puts it in his It's so dumb. And that song. The song. Oh. It's, it's like the whole song plays out. It's like a five minute scene. Yeah. They, they put on another track. Oh my God. <laughs> What's funny too is I wouldn't even have a problem if this was another origin story. If we watched Barry Allen getting electrocuted mm-hmm. in a CSI lab, although... He does. He doesn't even have the CSI job nope. yet. He he gets it at the end of the movie. So it's just like, okay, well, you, he fucking got his lightning somewhere. Wait, do they explain how no. he has the speed force? No. Okay. They never explain it. All right. He just. So you're fast. That feels like an oversimplification. And it's it's clever because they do the. It's clever and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So they do the Spider-Man thing in Civil War. Uh, Captain America Civil War mm-hmm. where Tony Stark's talking to Spider-Man and he's just like he asks him a question and he goes well it's a long story my uncle he's like I don't care about any of that anyway so I need you and it's like thank you we don't need another Spider-Man origin story we've seen we've it. seen Spider-Man for 20 years Yeah, we've seen all the origin stories we don't need it however the world knows but however the world doesn't know the whole world doesn't know Flash's right. origin story most yeah. people don't know Flash's origin story mm-hmm. so I get the sentiment to be like, oh, well, let's just get past this. I'm like, what? And the people who do know Flash's origin story are apparently going to get a different Flash exactly. origin story. Yeah, you changed it, and then you didn't tell us where it came from. Yeah, because he's not a... Uh, he's not a CSI yet, yeah. so he didn't get electrocuted. I'm, I'm sure it's just going to be he got electrocuted in his bedroom Fine. or some shit. Fine. Cool. I don't know. But I, what in the fuck? But it, like, that's part where I was like, this five-minute scene could go. And... You don't lose anything. Yeah. You could gain something, especially, especially when we get to the Flash's scene in the end. You need to earn that. Mm-hmm. And you could have earned that a little bit, but you didn't at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get there. <clears throat> so the Flash scene, it could definitely go. It's, I don't, it's so it unnecessary. Is, it is it's one of the... Yes, you're absolutely right. It is one of the biggest eye-roll-inducing scenes of the movie. It is... Uh, yeah, it's it's it it is absurd. It is ridiculous, and it is masturbatory. It's so like so much of this movie is. Um, and I get and part of my anger too 
maybe this is where I'll bring it up. Uh, part of my anger comes from a lot of the fandom going, Ezra Miller's, you know, the best Flash. I'm like, hold your fucking horses. Mm -hmm. Ezra Miller is the Flash for 20 minutes of a movie. Mm -hmm. And he is by far not the best Flash. You can argue who your best Flash is. There have been other iterations of him. Mm -hmm. My personal favorite is Barry Allen on the DC Universe show on CW. Mm -hmm. I think he's fantastic. He fully captures what I love about the Flash. His hope and his, like, in in, in a universe that, like, he respawned from the Arrowverse, which is dark as fuck. Mm -hmm. And his show is so bright because of what Barry Allen brings, what he brings to Barry Allen. Mm -hmm. That is... Anyway, so the DC Universe (laughs) on CW, for anybody who isn't familiar, is like, the DC Universe on CW, for me at least, is what the MCU is in movies. Yeah. The DC Universe, like, takes time, and they they have all the individual stories, and then they do crossover, like, Crisis Infinity Earths blew my fucking mind. I can't wait to watch it. It's so good, and they earned it, and... They made it, they tied in Smallville, so it feels like you've been watching this story for oh, 20 great. years. Like, yeah. it is so rewarding. And yes, it is the CW, and yes, they do the tropes of network television, mm-hmm. and it is eye-roll-inducing sometimes, but for the most part, it encompasses what the DC comics always made me feel when I was reading them when I was younger. Yeah. Like, that, just that hope and brightness like people saying like you know the dc comics have always been darker than no. marvel i'm like what are you i don't remember any of maybe uh, the opposite i was actually. like maybe superman dying was dark but like they are bright as fuck not yeah. just in color but like in hope and it's very much the opposite yeah i don't i don't get that argument at all i don't know what they were reading maybe since uh with the, the, it's it's him wanting to use dark knight returns as as a, a basis yeah because it's very, very dark. Right. Uh, a little bit of Watchmen, which mm-hmm. isn't supposed to be in the same continuity. Right. And maybe since Flashpoint, I guess there's, like, or, or New 52, there's been a darker tone to the DC comics. But people saying that DC has always been darker, absolutely no. not. For like half a century, it's been. Yeah. Uplifting, Absolutely aspirational, not. bright, yeah. One of the big reasons for Marvel's success as a comic line was uh, when when it was first introduced uh, in the 60s is that the characters were more realistic. Right. You had characters like Spider-Man who would worry about the rent and worry about acne as much as he worried about the supervillain of the month. Right. You know. It was uh, real. It, yeah. It, so, and so, you know. That's how I always read the comics. Like... DC felt like I millionaires loved, and billionaires yeah, yeah, with, and aliens. Yeah. Like it all just felt mm-hmm. so far out there and Marvel yeah. felt so much more grounded. Mm-hmm. And then Marvel universe, Marvel cinematic universe feels still grounded, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they also like infused a lot of comedy in the, sh- in the movies, which really worked. Like they figured out a really good formula yeah. and the DCEU is just depressing. Yeah. Depressing and murderous. Except for Shazam. Except for Shazam. 
which although was <laughs> my favorite thing was there's a scene in Shazam where the guy the there's like a monster I can't remember what the what the story was but there there's like a boardroom meeting and there's a monster and uh. Nolan my son who was 4 at the time came downstairs <laughs> saying he couldn't sleep and he literally walked around the corner <laughs> as this monster picked someone up <laughs> yeah. and ate their head off and I was like oh, oh. oh sorry buddy <laughs> you have you know? nightmares for a while but yeah Shazam is super fun Mm -hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman is actually fun. Wonder Woman's a little dark. Wonder Woman 1984 is super fun. But that's a whole other... I'm going to do another episode about that with Raiden. Um, But anyway, so Flash scene, unnecessary. Jesus Christ, two hours. You're never going home. I'm never going to release this. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, sorry, everybody. John and I are still recording 24 hours later. Uh, (laughs) Maybe Zach was right. This isn't something that can be told in two hours. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm wrong. I'm I'm lying. Zach was wrong. Zach, yeah. Um, Lois <laughs> Lois Morning is a is a new element in this movie. It is not that apparent in the 2017 version that she's mourning Superman's death. Um, there is. I do like it in this movie. Mm-hmm. I like that they did it. I actually, I like the time that they spend. And I do think that that's something I also would enjoy had they, I would enjoy even more had we had plenty of movies with Superman and you like spend time grieving the loss of Superman. Right. And we get to experience that with Lois in this movie, which yeah. I really appreciate. Uh, I think one of the issues is like she and Clark fall in love with each other in five minutes. In yeah. The first Man of Steel, which at the time, I defended because I was like, "Well, yeah, they're just they're just um, fast tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just fast tracking this love story that everybody knows about. Everyone knows that Superman and Lois Lane are destined for each other. Why waste time? Will they? Won't they? Mm-hmm. I get it. The problem is Superman and Lois did it right. Superman and Lois, which is a new show on CW, again in that universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the first five minutes of that show is a love letter to Superman fans. It is." fucking gorgeous. I weep watching it. There you go, friend. Thanks. Cool costume. Thanks. My mom made it for me. But my most vivid memory of all was the day I met her. Everyone in here were the most dependable friends the people in Metropolis have. You remember that? Uh, Yes, sir. Stick with Lane. She'll show you the ropes. Uh, Lane, sir? Who told you to wear a tie? It is, it's amazing. And it's just like, it's like someone has been listening and went, here. Here you go. I know you've been waiting to see, since Christopher Reeve, I know you've been waiting to see Superman told right. Here you go. And what they Mm -hmm. did is they, basically Superman tells you his story. Mm -hmm. He catches you up on anybody who doesn't know, basically. Mm -hmm. He's like, I came to Earth, blah, 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 blah. And there's the new element of his two sons, and then also explains falling in love with Lois, telling her he's Superman, they're married, and that's how you do it. Yeah. You you fast-track the story, not fast-track them falling in love. Yeah. Like, you—and yeah. you, unfortunately, Man of Steel is his origin story, so you can't do that, so you have to show them falling in love. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, like, she can't just—like, five minutes after he saves her, like, she's just like—I mean, I get it. I know Lois falls for Superman instantly in the comics, but 
just the way he did it was so he didn't care to like yeah. develop that story. He just wanted to get to the cool shots. God. <laughs> but anyway, so she's mourning in this movie. <clears throat> They've been together for I don't know however long during Batman vs Superman is like their mm-hmm. their courtship, mm-hmm. and he was gonna propose to her. <laughs> and so she's mourning in this movie. And what's funny to me is, to my best guess, Superman been, has been dead for like a week. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, because he dies because at the beginning screams, of the movie. It opens the mother box, which but brings the, Steppenwolf. Right. So, <laughs> so like, <laughs> that just happened, and everybody's literally like, get the fuck over it. <laughs> Why don't you get back to work, <laughs> asshole? I'm like, what? I don't know. That she was... hasn't been in work for a while. I was like, that was a week ago, unless we're brushing, like, <laughs> Steppenwolf's just taking his fucking time. I don't... <laughs> What am I missing? Because that is very weird to me. I love her mourning, but everybody telling her to get over it is fucking weird. Well, do they know? Do they know that she was in love with Superman? Or is is everybody think that Clark is dead? Is that what it is? I I don't know. Like either way, they've both been dead the same amount of time. Yeah, but I mean, okay, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Am but, I am I yeah. crazy? No, no. I mean, I I could see how you know if if everybody thinks that she's because I don't remember because it's been so long since I've watched. Well, because the only these movies, I mean, like, it's are, only been Martha, quote unquote, Martha, Martian Manhunter, telling her get over it. Oh, okay. Oh well, then fuck. Okay. Which is weird. Yeah. Because Martha yeah, it just lost it her son a right. week ago. I, I don't. <laughs> What is <laughs> which? It makes sense I, for Martian Manhunter to say it because I'm like he doesn't fucking yeah, get it. Yeah. But it's also like it's but just it all does, weird. It, does, it doesn't fucking add up. It doesn't add up. It doesn't at all. fucking add up. And all you're doing is just saying, oh, "Hey, man, I got Martian Manhunter in here. Look what he can do." That's so that pissed me off. So it, so many yeah. people in the 2017 version, there's this weird coffee scene between Martha and Lois. It's not good. It's not anything. It's uh-huh. just and it's colored weird. It doesn't look good. It it's just bad. Bad in the sense that, like, it's just not anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then this one is a much more touching scene. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was ready to be like, oh, shit, that was much better. Like, why the fuck didn't they use that? And I still don't know why they didn't use that. Because <laughs> he could have easily... Although, now that I think of it, I'm not sure if no he shot that he he had that was already shot in 2017 that was in the can when Joss took over I looked that up okay um so I'm not sure why he didn't use that because it's obviously better unless it's just because it's a dark scene a darker colored scene mm. um but at the end Martha walk, so basically the scene for anybody who hasn't watched um and you're just <laughs> watching you know going through it with us because you don't want to watch uh. Thank you for listening to the podcast instead of watching. But uh, but um, but if you haven't watched, essentially Martha comes and she tells her like, "I get it. You know, Clark was my son, uh-huh. uh huh, and I love him. But you need to go back to work because the world needs you." And I just miss him. I miss him so much. So do I, sweetheart. Martha, you know, if there's anything you need, I'm here. There is something you can do for me, honey. 
come back to the living. Which is sweet, but also like, what the fuck? fuck? Why is this a, what yeah. are you talking about? Let yeah. her grieve however long she needs to grieve. Don't tell her how, how to fucking grieve. And also, why are you over it? That's your fucking son, mm-hmm. weirdo. Mm-hmm. And then she walks out of the room. It's, it is a sweet scene, if not awkward. And then she walks out of the room and um, it's revealed. It's, it's revealed to be Martian Manhunter, but he turns into Martian Manhunter and then turns into the general. And I was like, that was all for show. Yeah. That was all just to show us that he's Martian Manhunter. And it's it, a, it's fan service. Yeah. B, it raises so many questions to why he wasn't there during Batman when Doomsday was fighting, and right. why he doesn't fight Steppenwolf. Yeah. And I know he threw in that scene at the end, like I've decided now that you know I should throw my hand in. I'm like, what changed your fucking mind, right. asshole? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what changed your mind. You didn't get yeah. written into the movie, and you're, he did this after the fact. You're practically another Superman. Yes. You know, He's, but right. you can do actually more but things. You can phase and shapeshift, yeah. like so. The fuck, yeah, John where, Jones. Yeah, where were you? Also, if your presence was known, I feel like the mother boxes, like your presence just, would know. So I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't add up. up. It was a. It was a. I think it was a bad thing to add him. <clears throat> add him. Period. What's up? And I love. Martian fucking Marshman, yeah, he's got a we got a a toy here of Martian Manhunter. Yep. And I love and Supergirl. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. The, and the guy who plays him is phenomenal. Yeah. Um he brings me to tears a lot of the time. Like he's just such a great character. He's a great character. Um, fantastic. And I just think I think there. not only was he should he not have been in this movie? Because it raises so many questions, like where he was, but he completely makes that scene useless. Mm-hmm. You have this really sweet, genuine scene between Martha and Lois with sweet music, and it and everybody's just like that scene's great. Unfortunately, I did the thing. I was like, that thing makes it not a great yeah. scene. That it thing makes, makes, it, makes completely... it a scene of Martian Manhunter lying and manipulating Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, it changes the scene completely. It's not a sweet scene anymore. You don't get it, bro. No, no, you don't understand. You didn't understand. It's Flashpoint, bro. <laughs> You just don't understand Flashpoint, bro. I don't get it. <laughs> it's like you don't understand Flash 4.0. It's like I can make I can I mean I can. I'm not saying that I'm anywhere near any of these talented directors, but like I could go out if I was a director, I could go out and make a great um scene that was mm-hmm. really sweet and emotional and then at the end have the character do something that completely undoes it. That makes mm-hmm. the scene bad. Yeah. Like you can't Is that Snyder or is that Chris Terrio? I feel like that's Snyder. Yeah. I feel like that's Snyder doing fan service. Look what I can do. Yeah, he was yeah. like, but what if it's not Martha? What uh-huh. if it's Martian Manhunter? And Chris Terrio was like jerking Fine. off in the corners like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, so oh, good. Oh, yeah. Anything Palpatine. Oh. <laughs> You're a Palpatine. <laughs> you are a Palpatine. Oh. Oh my god. God. It's never gonna end. It's not. Continued in part five, so we didn't need a Justice League at all?